Why is it that some people seem to have all the time in the world to do the things that they want to do, while others struggle with zero time or freedom to truly have a life? Welcome to The Unshackled Life with Aaron Young and Michelle Pearson Young. They're here to help you take your time back and start thinking about how to work smarter and have more fun. Now here are your hosts, Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young. Good afternoon and welcome to the un- welcome to your unshackled life, Aaron Young. The unshackled life that we share together and that we want to share with others. And we hardly and ever all get over the world. In it. We're hardly any shackles. We've had we've been shackled and there's that one time. Shackles are not good. So and I'm so glad to hear your name is in the introduction. I'm now. I'm super excited it's about now that. I feel our show. It, thank you You've for been sharing. Promoted, you actually you promoted shared it with from me. sidekick now to actual superhero. Equal superhero. I'm gonna need to get a sidekick. No, no, a side we're, hick. we're doing away with sidekicks. And Whichever. You're now that's it. It's like we're it's like the Justice League. You know, you're Wonder Woman. Didn't they just like have a totally bad movie? So is that really okay, what we want? It's I'm, like I'm Avengers. It's like Avengers. Friends. It's like Avengers. Okay, fine. So I'm, I are you Scarlett Johansson? No. Am I the Hulk? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, okay, it's good so, to, You know, good you to, mentioned before we started the show today that I was going to lead this, and I think it's time for me to start. Do you really want to start into top into, into like actual content right now, or do you want to just? Just like how was, Thanksgiving? how was Thanksgiving? I had a fantastic Thanksgiving. How was yours? It's really good. The cooks were super awesome. I hear you're totally into that one chef. There's that one. There was that one uh, person working there that was super hot. Totally, so totally into me. We hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Favorite holiday for many reasons. Well, it's one of my favorite holidays. I know there are a lot of great holidays, but but that one. I'll tell you what. One of the principles that I teach clients. Every day is that gratitude piece. When our, our energy and our attention is going toward gratitude, it changes everything else. It, it has a different experience. It gives us each a different experience. So, so what, were you, what were you most grateful for? You, only one thing because we only have so much time here. But what, what's one thing that you shared at our table? That's our tradition as that many we people for? do. Yeah, we share a tradi- gratitude for the year, past year. Yeah, I, well, I was first of all, I was super grateful um, – to have all of our kids there, you know, our kids, our in-law kids, our grandkids, mm-hmm. um, uh, a new grandchild on the way, on the way, and these these families that are doing well, young. these these this next generation that's just kind of, you know, they're doing a great job. They're taking care of themselves. They're paying their way. They're they're living their lives. They're yeah, pursuing they're doing what they scary. love. Yeah, but they're they're also doing things that they love to do. Yes, they're not they're not sacrificing for what would be easy, and ex- instead of um, what they would love, which means sometimes more challenging, but they're that they're having a great experience and but even growing. And that's the true. That's true of our two unmarried kids as well. Oh sure. And it was fun to it's be there. It's true for us. I mean, we've been well, paying our way yeah. for a lot of years. Yeah, we've been paying our own bills for but a long no, time. I'm, but I'm saying it's all about growth. At the end of the day, it's not about it's not about oh, how far you are. It's that you continue to progress. Yeah, exactly. So um, that was I was super thankful um, to have the kids all close by. We've we've sometimes had them. Especially the married kids be off somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And this nice year we got to what about you? Her. What was your favorite thing? What were you super grateful for? Oh, I was. You I can't was super, say you, the, you can't say the kids. Oh, you I already, already I, said that. I already got so they're not my favorite. Well, they're your children, but that's going to be. They're redundant. not my favorite though. That's no, be redundant. Mine's a little bit of a spin on that. You know, for years I <laughs> did all the work. <laughs> busted my butt for a fairly 
large meal. I mean, big meal. Not just not just a lot of people at that table, but there were a lot of people, but also a lot of different traditional dishes that everybody's like, well, we can't do it without the yams. We have to have those things. Yeah. I think last week we talked about orange rolls. By the way, sent that recipe out to people who asked for it, so that was fun. Hope you guys um, made it, and if you did, you got to let us know if you liked them. Yeah, well, we're getting because I freaking so, love them. So for me, what I was most grateful for was having a lot of help in the kitchen, mm. and it, it's not just the help. It's not like oh my gosh, I didn't have to work so hard. It was, that's my favorite part. The cooking, my, my kids were in there. My in-law kids were in there and, and, and Melissa Kelly was in there. Our friends that were at our house. And so that was, Ian, that was my favorite I mean, part. Ian, Zoe, Ian uh, Ashley. In. Were, Zoe yeah, was were, more in than ever. I mean, she was all in. Ashley was in. So we had, we had 17, I think people for dinner, including Indigo. Yes. And um, including the, the 11 month old. And, um, and yeah, it went it went pretty smoothly, really, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. We were thirty minutes behind schedule, and I kind of tripped out about that. That was like really. <laughs> the behind dinner schedule. got on the table. Everybody else was just everybody was already full from snacking for three it's hours. It's a personal goal. I bet there are like a million other people out there that are like, when I say I'm going to get that meal on the table at a certain time, I get it on time. So that's that was my thing. Was that it? I mean, that it bugged me until my son-in-law coached me. What did your son-in-law say? He said, what did he say? He said something that I was like, he kind of said it like he was joking. And I was like, but seriously, and he's like, but seriously. And he said, what, what you're doing, you're attached to an expectation of something that doesn't matter to anybody but you. So if you change your attitude about it, you, you will feel better about the whole thing. And I was like, oh, and he, then he laughed like, oh, I'm coaching the coach. And I was like, no, that's solid gold, dude. And he was like, I was serious. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, that's he's exactly a smart it. guy. He's a very smart yeah. guy. And so that was really <clears throat> fun for me to have all that help in the kitchen. And, and what was super cool too, and we'll, and we'll kind of we'll morph, we'll morph this into we'll, where we're, we're actually morph going this into where we're show. actually going to go. One of my favorite things was that I didn't really care about the kitchen getting clean this year, but I really like, I boiled it down and I was like, well, what do I care about? Because nobody wants to wake up to like, you know, that disaster, like that massive nightmare on, on uh, Black Friday, you know, Black Friday, just because it's so horrible to clean that up. There's enough of a mess going on at the retailers. Right. That's, that's a thing. So what I realized was how important it was to, to uh, me to have the leftovers the, put the, away. The food put away, yeah. And and I spoke my piece. I would love to have the food put away so that when I get up, I can I can clean that. And I actually was continuing to clean the kitchen this morning, but um, but waking up and it's not a problem to just all the foods put you away. Wanted all and the food, I can, you wanted all the I want, food. Put and away. I spoke that piece, and that's what I got. And so it really made it a lot nicer for me. I didn't feel like I had to kill everybody to to um, help me clean the kitchen so we just were able to enjoy the day. So, okay, so this is how this morphs into our topic for today because we were talking about do we want to keep it seasonal or do we want to talk about business? And we're going to do business meets seasonal. Um, because- but, but be- Lisa, before you, before you go there, Michelle, mm-hmm. let, me just, let me throw this back up there. Oh, it's on this pad because I want to – let's just give the call-in number. We had people last week that coached us and said, you know what would be great? Would be if we could get the um, the call in number early, so if we have questions, we can start to formulate them. So if you want to call in anytime during the hour, it's eight six six four seven two five seven nine five eight six six four seven two five five seven nine five. So if you have questions, if you want to jump in about anything, I think some of you, we've got some people on here, and I don't know if you're still on, but I've seen some names 
pop up in Facebook Live um, that um, had some interesting things. They're, they're good at, at branding themselves. They're good at branding they're, they're themselves. They're very smart yep. promoters. Yeah, Leslie, so, one of the first people on was, oh, was she's a branding expert yeah, as we well. Yeah, we had Scott, we had Jason, we have a number of people that have popped up. Lots so, of people so, popping in. So you're welcome to call and uh, come play with us on the Unshackled Life. So what I wanted to talk about yeah, is personal brand. So really, so really what makes us like... Uh, what I think makes us a dream team, and uh, you know, of course, that's self-indulgent. Dream here. team. I know. Aren't we so great? I love dream team. Well, we're my dream team. Thank is you. that is that your hard business skills, and I am, I am um, personal development skills. And so, what happens is for us when we're working together is that we I, I'm talking about personal development and and then you put that business spin on it. So what I'd like to talk about today is your personal brand. Okay. That, that was my idea. I wanted to talk about personal brand. And the reason is that our personal brand, people are like, well, I don't have, what if I don't have a business? But everybody has a personal brand. Everybody, you're, we, we are doing things. We put certain clothes <clears throat> on. We act in a certain way, specifically uh, communicating to other people what our brand is. Businesses do the same thing. Businesses are simply more conscious of it than than just your regular human being walking around. And so, what about your your personal brand? What is what are you doing? And again, you don't really have control of, over whether or not you have a personal brand. You have uh, control over whether or what exactly information you're putting out. Does that make sense the way I said it, or did I get convoluted again? Um, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Here's the so let me restate a little bit. See, and, say, it's, say it's smarter because well, not smarter, just shorter. So say it's shorter. Every day we get to present ourselves to the world, right? Yes. Um, do you want to? Do you want? Are you back on there? Yes. Okay, just go. good. I know we're I know we're on the radio, but we also have a, a good following on Facebook Live. So we want to we want to make sure we just lost the signal for a minute. So welcome back if you're on Facebook Live. Okay. So every every day we get a chance to present ourselves in some way. And I know that what, like when Michelle was um, being a fabulous stay-at-home mom, it was still important when she was dealing with the schools, when she was dealing with, with anything that had to do with our kids, it was working in church or whatever, you had a way that you presented yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And if we take a little bit of effort to think about who the heck we are and what we stand for and how to present ourselves in that way, um, we have a better likelihood of of getting the results that we want to get. Exactly. It's one of the reasons why, and guys, don't take this as any sort of a, uh, a, a, I'm not trying to win on this idea, but I do want you to think about it. Like, I never get on an airplane without looking a little bit, you know, pulled together. Mm-hmm. You're never going to find me in sweats or, or um, pajamas or whatever, because I never knew who I'm going to be sitting next to. And, right. and because we've, I mean, you had a really interesting experience just um, a few months ago, right? Sitting on an airplane and oh, without, yeah. without going into details, but because you were living your brand, mm-hmm. um, you ended up having a, a very significant, making a very significant sale from the time you got on the airplane to the time you got I'd off like in the city. I like to think that I was available to help somebody change their life, but yes, I also well, made a sale. The, the, here's the deal. That, I know, personal this, development versus versus business, but yeah, when the numbers come down, it absolutely, it was a significant sale for me, and and that's what we're talking about, but we're also talking about that opportunity, whatever they are. One of our Facebook Live, uh, Scott Carson, one of our Facebook Live buddies says you are your own walking brand ambassador. And you know, I, I, 
I've I've met people who like you know, um, Bill Kelly is a good example. My our friend Bill, mm-hmm. uh, I I know his wife Melissa is watching now, and they were over at our house, and we we share Thanksgiving together every mm-hmm. year. We share a lot of things with the Kellys, but um, Bill has been one of those guys who's worn company logos, company hats, and so on all the time. Scott Carson, uh, who's also following us today, you know he's terrific at. At, at making, um, he's got a real specific brand he's created compared to other people in his industry, which may have great information, but because Scott has figured out a way to present himself to the world, he's become a thought leader because people are amused mm-hmm. and challenged and sometimes a little bit pissed at some of the things he says. Perfect. But it doesn't matter. You know, it's these are the things that create a personal brand. There are other people that I know are, are listeners to this show who who runs small businesses and maybe, you know, a solopreneur. And if you're doing something as simple as, um, uh, you know, you're cutting hair or you're, you're um, doing video or you're doing real estate, you know, the way you create your own brand will, will help determine the kind of money you're going to make and the kind of um, loyalty amongst your clients that you're going to have. So, so taking that to, so, so the both, both sides of the coin, when you have a business, understand that you are as, as Scott Carson says, your own brand ambassador, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, because you never know where your clients are. Right. Your clients in a perfect world are everywhere, sure, right? Sure. When when you don't have a small business, you are still cure. You're you're still um, creating your own brand. You're still um, communicating to the people who you are, how you are. It's based on what tattoos you do have or don't have, based sure. on the shirts that you wear. It's really funny. I have a, one of my favorite T-shirts. Uh, my my team, my um, marketing team, won't let me wear in public. Because they say it's not part of my brand, and I'm like, well, I am a brand, and they just keep shaking their head at me because it's a little bit. You guys can make you guys can make comments on this just for fun. It's a really funny shirt. I love it when she wears it around the house. But what? Just this is an R-rated show. So imagine, just tell imagine it, if you will, picture if you will. It's a really cool T-shirt. A great looking T-shirt. It's yep. gray, and on it there's kind of a cream colored Buddha who's sitting there, and you're just feeling so peaceful. And the words on it say, "Let that shit go." So, so go ahead, you guys. You guys, let us know in the comments if you think that's a good if brand. That's appropriate or inappropriate. or inappropriate. And I know, like, all you have to do is like vote appropriate or inappropriate because we really, we really wanted to know what that is. Anyway, so, but I haven't worn. I don't wear it in public, and I don't wear it in public because I because if my people are telling me the people that I trust and and um, who are keeping me in in the loop of what's appropriate and who I'm trying to attract, then they're going, no, Michelle, that's a bad idea. I actually am a really great coachy. I'm great to co- coached person, coach. You're willing to be Ella. coached. I'm willing to be coached. And that's, <laughs> so, so the point is, whether you like it or not, whether you like the idea or not, you have a brand and you want to know, you want to be really certain of what that brand is. You're, you're going out into the world and you're presenting yourself. I actually have a client who was telling me she's a very well-educated woman. She has a doctorate and she found herself where she was, she was uh, care, taking care of her child who had a life-threatening illness. And for months and months, she was in the hospital and she's a woman of color. 
And she would be in that hospital. She was working. She was taking care of her baby. She was just trying to get by, doing what she needed to do. And um, she would be in sweats and her hair would be all messed up. And she was stunned at the way she would be treated. Now, that's not okay. It's, it's not cool that somebody would treat you as anything less because of preconceived ideas. But taking that into our day-to-day existence when we're not going through a hellish experience, how are you dressing? How are you talking to people? How are you presenting yourself to get and, and notice to get the result you want? That's right. That's that's the question of what we're talking about here. So, you know what? Take a minute, if you will, and jot down a few ideas of the, not of how you stand for, right? Well, more accurately, how you want to be perceived. So specifically, so this is if you're a business or if you're not a business, how do you want to be perceived? And if it's educated or playful, I mean, fun. And that's, that's that let that shit go. That, uh, that's my playful side. Some people don't like the language. I get that, and that's fair. But for for that, for, for you, you want to know what's my brand, and I'm always staying within brand. Yeah. What and are you are you who is it you're trying to attract, and what is it that's going to appeal to that kind of person? What's the result you and, want? And yeah, what's the result you want? That's that's a better way to say it. Good for you. Um, what's the result you want, and how? Um, uh, you know, how do you feel like you're really showing up as your best self? Write two or three things down. And, you know, and I'd love to talk about it because this is, we're in a more casual day and age. We're in a, we're in a time when, um, when, you know, some people don't like the idea of being more dressed up. I know I've taken a more casual stance on stage. The bottom line is um, think about who do you want to be and who's your ideal client. And that could be the teacher of your first, your kid's first grade class. It could be somebody at your church. It could be somebody in business. It could be your ideal coaching client. Well, you guys write it down. Be ready to call us back here on the show, and we'll be back in just a minute after these breaks on the Voice America Radio Network. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. Okay, so we're back and we were talking about building a personal brand and it doesn't really matter if it's business or personal life, it doesn't matter if you have a business or a job or whatever. It doesn't matter who you are, but it's, it's what do you want to attract into your life and how is the way you're presenting yourself um, going to help you achieve that result that you're desiring? And, and if, if you're not getting the result you want, I love this. I, I have a coach that I've worked with, and what he said to me is if you're not getting the result that you want, then you need to change which mode you're in. So if you walk into a store and you're not being taken seriously, you know, I, I, I used to experience that too. I'd go into a store and I'd be like, I couldn't even get anybody to help me at Nordstrom. And, and if I don't like the result that I'm getting, then I get to change the mode. And maybe how I dress, it may, be, it may simply be the energy to which I bring in where, where it's like, hey, I know I'm going to get help and I know I'm good enough to be here. It might be changing the energy. So we wanted to talk about, I promise we're going to actually morph this into the holiday season. We are? Yeah, we are. I didn't know we were going there. Because we're so magical, we can do it all. Okay, well, good. So I want to talk about, so I'm going to throw this out here to you, right. and you're going to tell me what you think of when I say these words to you. Okay? okay. Focus right. on me. All right. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> How do you, Aaron Young, curate your life? What does that mean to you? Mm, that's, oh, that's a super interesting question. Okay. Why, thank you. So, I, I came up with it all on my own. So just so you guys know, this is not rehearsed. Um, so how do I curate my life? You know, it's funny because there, there are certain things that I think of as being my style and there are certain things that I do that, or I don't do that are just, that's who I've decided I am. Like one of the things that, you know, I, uh, that one of the things that jumps right to mind is I have certain way I like to dress, right? I like to wear, um, would you say you're a dandy? I would not say I'm a dandy. I would. Well, dandy's. Would you okay. say would you say you you strive to be dapper at all times? I strive to look pulled together. I don't know if it's dapper because what does I pulled think together. Me does that mean you put like, like a brooch on your no, neck? No, because like I know it, like I know I like to wear chucka boots, and I know the brands that I think are sort of worthy of me. Right, that are, that are, I'm not joking. That are, this is what I like about you. That are, that, are, that are high enough quality and and yet rugged enough, right? And yeah, I like you're, to, you're and quality I, and rugged. I wear I'm I wear totally into you right I now. wear jeans most of the time, mm-hmm. and there are certain kinds of jeans that I think are so right for me. Kirkland and others, brand isn't necessarily Kirkland, your go-to anymore. There's nothing wrong with Kirkland. You've it's worn just them in the old days. Yes. Um, uh, I have most of my, sh- my most of my shirts made for me, my dress shirts, mm-hmm. so they fit me exactly the way, the way I want. Mm-hmm. I I, I have call a way, that a dandy, wouldn't, wouldn't I have you? A, I have a way of, um, 
I like pocket knives and I have a specific brand that I prefer. So, so, okay, so, yes, so wait, you're I kind of, I kind brand. of, I kind of do things that fit this image that somebody described one time as being like, it was Alan Reed and Alan said, you know, when you first meet you, you just kind of seem like a pretty regular guy. But then the more she goes, the more I look at you, the more I think, oh, look at that little detail. Look at that little detail. And that's how I try to live our whole life. The kind of home we live in, the kind of the activities we're involved in. Yes. All these things that we do are, it's not meant to be flashy, but it's meant to show a personal style and well, personal okay. interest. So, okay. So when I... Does I, that answer your question a little bit? A little bit. Oh, well, a little bit. Keep trying. We're going to keep going down the, this path. So, so when I... Talk when I think of a curation, a yeah. curator at specifically, I think of a museum. Okay. And a curator is bringing together specific pieces that are chosen. A curator will not necessarily use all the pieces, but will select specific pieces, put them <clears> in a certain <throat> order, light them up. If it's if it's art, they'll they'll choose colors. They'll they'll try to get a flow through them so that the people that are coming and viewing them will have a very specific experience. So when you think about it, people, you might not identify with being an artist per se or art, but what we're all doing is our magnum opus, our greatest work of art is our own lives. And you think about the attention to detail that a great curator puts into a, an art exhibit. They're they're very selective. They're very, they're concerned about the lighting and where, where those those lights are popping up. When you think about how the care that goes into that, the question comes to mind, how much care are you putting in curating your own life, creating a feeling in your own life? What are you doing this that is completely always in alignment with your personal brand? Well, okay, so what okay, so what how would you describe that in your life since you're already thinking these thoughts and right. maybe you're having this conversation with people that you're coaching. on a regular basis. So so how do you curate your life? So the way that I curate my life is, is I constantly am asking the question, does this fit? Does this, well, first of all, I have a vision statement, right? I have a vision of what I want my life to look like. And I compare my daily choices to that vision statement. In other words, I don't, I don't choose to do something. I don't, I don't speak at an event or take on a client that doesn't fit that specific vision. I know that, I know that that's true because you've, I know you've, I know you don't take all the clients, all, all the potential clients. Right. I know you don't do that. And I'm, I'm very I know you're, particular. You're actually more picky than I am. I mean. Um, about what? About, about um, I don't know if this event is right for me. I don't know if I really want to do this thing. I know you're kind thing. of an event whore, dude. Well, I think, I, think the things that I, I think the things that I talk about maybe work at a broader range of events than mm-hmm. things that you're That's doing. That's true. And so I, I wouldn't call myself an event whore. I no, mean, what I was a horrible just thing to say. Was, <laughs> but um, I think sorry. that I think that I'm. I'm sorry. I think I love a lot of you people. You just love people. I love people. I love You're events. You're such a good human. I'm a I'm a lover of events, <laughs> not a whore. So sorry that people had to hear us talk about this on on the air. But I mean, if she's gonna throw it down, I have I to did, make I sure. I did. I threw it down because I want to make sure that my anyway. my personal brand does not include that five letter word, W H O R E. What word is that? <laughs> So anyway, all right. So, what so a, the point is. I was going to say what a horrible thing, but what an awful uh, thing. It wasn't, I didn't mean it to be a pun. It was fantastic though that it I was. Can, I know. Anyway, let's keep going. So, so let me ask you this. All right. When, so. And you guys, are you guys thinking about this? Because we, I mean, seriously, 866-472-5795, 472-5795. If, if you've got something that you want to say, this works for me or doesn't work for me. 
Or um, how does that work if I have a job and the job doesn't feel like I'm able to carry yeah, it I mean, out let's, let's of my talk life? About, let's talk about it, but keep going. What was your next question? Well, so my question my question is, do you feel like you curate your life? Based on, like, looking at your calendar this week, I know you're traveling on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I know that you have a schedule where you're traveling this week, yep. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And and you do you have fun things that you've curated in? I mean, are are you living are you living in accordance with your personal brand with are you curating this week? I sure. Oh, absolutely. Tell, there, okay, so I so, want to know how. Well, first of all, I wrote down a couple of years ago that I had a specific um I had a specific a specific desire to kind of rethink how I spend my time where there was more of a specific kind of speaking opportunity and those things are coming and, and all the stuff that's led up to it meant I needed to be out more. I needed to be doing more speaking. Mm -hmm. That speaking is driving greater and greater results for our several businesses. And so that's all by design. Yes, absolutely. And then when I show up at those places, I'm, I'm getting better at saying, I want to be there uh, um, for this amount of time to accomplish this part of the goal, but I don't need to be there the entire event at most events, Mm -hmm. which is, is also by design and uh, doing things like this, like this radio show with you and the things we're doing on Facebook live right now. Um, this is new. Um, but as it's all kind of things we've wanted to do for a while and we've been working mm-hmm. to the place where we could do them together. And so, yeah. and so I would say most of what we do is curated not to mistake the fact that in behind all the stuff that people see is a whole lot of work. Yeah. That, right. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background that's not that the right. public's not necessarily seeing. The elegant thing about that is that the work's not work is not a bad word. It might mm-hmm. be four letters, but but it's not. It, it's actually it's that that work piece that makes the rest piece really brilliant. So going back to that curation. So imagine you're at an exhibit and uh, Tracy Lee Hazard, who I whom I know is is trained in art and design. Uh, talks about its position for the audience. A piece is positioned for audience for the ben- not just for the artist. And we we curate our own lives. So in other words, we're we're putting things in so that we can create the finest result for ourselves. Where we're experiencing, we're having a really amazing experience. Hard work is a good part of that equation. It's an important part of that equation in order to experience that sensation of release and relaxation. Yeah, and uh, and the only thing I would say, I would like to just um, plus you on your language a little bit. So it's maybe I didn't it's, even swear that maybe time. it's not hard work. Maybe okay. it's maybe it's diligent work. Diligent. Maybe it's maybe it's getting things. Because here's the thing, virtually everything that I get to do. You asked about me curating my life, and as we're thinking about you guys out there, virtually everything that I do is stuff that I want to do. Yes. It's not stuff that I feel like, oh, God, this stinks. I don't want to have to do this. Virtually everything I do is the stuff that I enjoy doing and that I'm kind of good at doing. Mm-hmm. And I rarely have to get into something that I'm really crummy at doing. Usually I'm focusing on my superpower, let's call it, versus work that would be better delegated elsewhere. So I can feel right. I, I might have to be diligently working at something, but it's not a drudgery. It's like It's like playing a game. It's like, but you have to still be in the game. You still have to show up for the game. Absolutely. And you know? well, and I think I think you're making a lot of really good points here. So so again, I'm always coming at this from a personal development standpoint, and yours is that is that business piece. So when we talk about about uh, that part of it, I'd love 
for you to expand a little bit on you are working diligently. It, it does take time yeah. and it does take effort, but you're not doing what part of it? Well, what I'm okay, here's the point. So it's very difficult to do this if you don't have any sort of team at all. I mean, if you're if you're a if you're a stay-at-home parent or you're you're working inside of a company, um, you're going to have to figure out your personal brand kind of as a, as a standalone and also as um, how you how you fit into the position you've been given in that. Whether it's you know dealing with schools, dealing with church, dealing with clubs, uh, dealing with sports teams, dealing with your coworkers, all those things. But um, if you're if you're running a business like I am. Uh, I have a team of people. Now, some people have an assistant. Some people have like one employee. Like you've got one employee, right? Mm-hmm. You've got a, and you've got some other people that help. You have right. one employee um, and who's freaking awesome, by the way. And um, I have more employees. Um, but what I work on is I say, okay, here, if this is the objective we're trying to reach, um, I know that the best things I'm good at are like content creation, being the one who's doing their talking, doing the one who's doing this kind of stuff. And as far as building web pages and doing accounting and doing customer service and fixing the computer systems, I don't do any of that. So, okay, but I would I would have to disagree with you. So you're coming from the business You disagree piece. with me? Because that's how I, that is how I do it. But was that that's not the not question the part, That's asking? not the part I disagree with. Oh, okay. You the part I, that I misunderstood. I, that part that I disagree with is, yes, it might be more difficult, but we're talking about curating. We're talking about your personal brand. We're talking about curating your life. And whether you are uh, an employee, an at-home parent, or a business owner, that curation can still take place. So you're you're saying you don't do the things no. that you're not good at. Just, hold, saying, just hold on. All right, on, all right, on. all right, all right. You're saying you don't do the things that you're not good at, and that might be more difficult if you're at a you're at a job or if you're um, an at-home parent. But what I'm saying specifically about curation is that there are things that we could cut away from our everyday life. We might think it's necessary for us to go to that church function or <clears throat> or head the PTA or or do specific things at the office that may not necessarily be want be required of us. That we can cut out in order to you're saying you might a feel guilt. Experience. You're saying you might feel guilt if you don't do those things, or you might like, feel an obligation where there's really none to, empty, which, to be had. Which is what I mean by guilt. You're feeling like you're doing it not because you want to, but because right. you're obliged to. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. What what I was you said, how do you curate your life? And I'm saying, I just I've decided on the things that are going that to be inside of my world, yes. and the things I don't want or not. And that's the, same the thing. digression you're, you made was that you were saying it might not be as easy for other people. Well, yeah, you're right. And that so, was the part I just So I, I get what you're saying. So yes, you don't have to be the PTA president. You don't have to be whatever. You don't whatever. have to head that and, and by the way, by the way, your kids don't have to get straight A's. Um, you know, we've got, we've had, uh, Michelle had really good grades and I had really crappy, really crummy grade, grades. I had very bad grades. Is it grades. hard for you to say that? I, I had... Um, just own it. Just say it with a not swear. I'm. We had. I was a poor student. I was a good test taker. And you a were poor, disinterested in the work. Yeah, I had curated my life where school wasn't very big deal, <laughs> and um, and uh, my grade showed it. And so that that but that created um, consequences. And the consequence right. were uh, when my friends were all going off to university, I was going to junior college, mm-hmm. right? And and it created um, it forced me to have to make other choices in my life, um, which. In my case, it turned out okay. But I, going back to this curation thing, I think that we do the things that we love or that we're good at, and wherever possible, we we wherever delegate. Possible, wherever right. possible, we delegate the things or, that we're or not great at. The supreme word, no. Yeah, you just say no. 
I love I love that you know um, Steve Jobs. One of his greatest accomplishments was ever or things he was most proud of was everything he said no to. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great lesson for all of us. Now some people really have a lot of work to do. So then you have to say like we were just talking about Christmas presents, and what what do we want for Christmas from each other? And I know well, I said pretty much nothing. Yeah, I said you know when I really want something I can buy it, and plus I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of stuff right now. So uh, accumulation for accumulation sake. I want experiences. Yeah, you want experiences, not gizmos, and I want to cut back. So that's a way of curating and saying, how do we get rid? Even Max today, I was talking to our 22-year-old Sunday who said, you know, I'm really trying to start to offload stuff so I can travel more easily, so I can I can be focused on the the things that I want to do without having all this stuff I have to haul around with mm-hmm. me. And I thought, Isn't that a, that's curating that's your life. Cur- that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's have nice things. Your life. Absolutely. Have nice things. Have have what you would love to have. And the answer is different for everybody. Understand that whether you, or not, again, just like you have a personal brand, whether or not you like that idea, you just have one and you are curating your life. And sometimes just like there are there are rooms in our house where I'm like, there's just stuff and stuff and stuff. And it feels overwhelming and even dirty. We do that same thing with our lives. I'm inviting you into the idea of how, how are you having this experience of life? How are you making choices? And that's the key piece that- makes, Are you making choices? Are, are you being just, are you adrift? Well, we, we do make choices. We either make choices by design or by default. Well, okay. Are you making choices by default? Right. You know- Because um, you're going to make choices. If you say, I'm never, I'm not going to eat healthy. I'm not going to worry about getting on a diet. I, I just never decided to have a diet. Diet just means the food you eat. Yeah. And so you're, the consequences of not making a decision for your body is that you will make decisions against your body. So is it bad that I'd made decisions against my body over and over and over again? Over That's the last between several days? you and your body. Every time I looked in the fridge and there were still like four pies in there, mm-hmm. I'd go- you know, it's the holiday. I think I'm just going to have no. And then I'd sit there on the couch going, oh, it feels yeah, terrible. and feeling really I gross. I felt terrible. And you're owning stock in the Rolaids company. I should, I really should buy stock because I think Holy I could single, single-handedly keep them yeah. alive. Um, you guys, uh, so however you decide to manage your stuff, whether it be through team, whether it be through technology, whether it be through saying no, um, how do we get the stuff out of our life that we don't enjoy, mm-hmm. focus on the things that we're good at and we do enjoy so that as best as possible, we can be we can wake up every day, be excited for how we're going to spend our day. So one of our listeners writes, doesn't it doesn't always have to be a team. You were talking about not being able to do that. It doesn't always have to be a team. It can be systems and tools. Some of our great tech innovations came because someone was sick of the drudgery of doing stuff they hated. Amen, That's what we're amen. inviting you into is make a change, make a decision that you can change because you can. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk about how we take all this stuff into the under these next few weeks of the holiday system. So if you guys are interested in this, stick with us. We've got about 10, 20 minutes, 15 minutes to go right here on the Unshackled Life with Aaron and Michelle Young on the Influencer Network of the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you're looking to grow your business, enjoy fascinating relationships, achieve your goals, and find hope in a seemingly hopeless world, you'll want to tune into Coffee with Christy. Host Christy Dryling and her incredible guests have a frank and open discussion every week. 
Think of it as a time to meet with your mentors, get the motivation you need, and remove the obstacles one hour at a time. Coffee with Christy is heard live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Influencers. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. So we're talking today about personal brand. Brand. We're talking about curating your life. That's what, all what should part you of have, What should be there and what should you get rid of? What, yeah, what isn't serving you? What isn't creating the experience you want? And so we were, we were discussing this morning. We're like, okay, we really want to be ready for the show. And what do we want to talk about? And he, Aaron was talking about seasonal stuff, Christmas shopping. And I was like, that sounds boring to me. Boring. Let's talk about business stuff. And so we decided to put them both together. Okay. So... Translating that into the holiday season, <laughs> love or hate? So first of all, we've been, as far as Christmas shopping and cre- curation, that's been our struggle. In is the what, past, well, I feel like I'm we're saying, nailing it Are we now. doing it's better this year? December. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm not saying buying stuff. I'm saying um, sometimes it's like, uh, before it was like, let's accumulate, uh, accumulate. Now we're kind of going, how do we how do we start filtering some of this junk out of our life? Well, right. And that's what we were talking about doing for ourselves. Yep. Is, not for our kids. They still need to accumulate. They need to accumulate. Yep. We do not. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing, but we're, we're I actually talk- regularly tell the kids to come shopping at our house. Yeah. Be like, come, no, you need more come artwork. My, I through, got more artwork. Come look through my closets. Guys. Absolutely. There's a lot so, of stuff you can't afford to buy in there. So we were, you and I were having a discussion about the holidays and you were saying, you were saying that you were having some bummed feelings about about all the travel that you were going to do. Like what you love about the holidays <laughs> is not what you're going to get to experience yeah, this year. Yeah. I don't know if it was, did I say bummed? You said, what do you love about, when you think about the holidays, what do you love? You said, you were saying you were feeling said, kind of frustrated because. Mm, because, because I'm going to be gone so much between now and the 17th mm-hmm. that uh, I said, I won't really get fully into the holiday spirit, you know, be able to just settle down and be home and, and, you know, kind of look at the Christmas tree and listen to music and, and so on. Um, that I have this vision and we actually have the place to. To do it. We live out in the country. We live in the mountains. We have these great big fireplaces. We have our own firewood from and our own. Li- all the if gods. All the, if, al- uh, if all the stars align, we get. Yeah, I could have a fire. Snow. We could have. Our, yeah, we get the snow. We had snow <laughs> falling on Christmas morning the yeah, last year. Yeah, very charming. And uh, you know, to sit there and watch the twinkling lights of the tree with a crackling fire and the snow drifting down outside the big picture windows. Looking out across, and you don't see neighbors; you just see the the fields and the animals. It's fabulous, you know. It's fa- it's it's storybook, but I'm going to be mostly in hotel rooms between now and December, the night of the 17th. And, and you'll be part of the time with me on yep. those trips. 
And I keep thinking, it's, I'm kind of bummed I'm going to only get really a week oh, of Christmas. Oh, you just used the word bummed. I used the bummed. Yeah, I you used did. The I, word. I didn't put that on you. No, you I sucked it right onto myself. It's, it glommed <laughs> it onto me. So, um, yeah, I mean, it would be more fun to um, be a child and be able to not have the responsibilities and so on. Childhood. So as we talk about, dangerous place. So as we talk about curation and holiday season... I mean, why don't you give us a little guidance here? Well, okay, so so the way this all works together, one personal the, brand, curating say, your life, no, it's say, my turn. Can I just say one thing? Right. It is nice to be able to go to places like Austin, Texas, and um, and Tampa, Florida, um, to uh, to have all that, because it really will be fun, and the people there are awesome. Absolutely. Especially if you're listening, I wanted you to know. Um, so, okay, so let's <laughs> talk about it. Your personal brand is how you're presenting to yourself to the world, and you know you like your brand if you're... If you're getting the results, if you're getting what you want from it, yes. Curating your life means are in your business. It means doing the things that you're excellent at and giving the things that you're not great at out. And then in your own, in your personal life, are you putting activities and responsibilities in your life that are making you happy, that are creating an opportunity for you to be feeling awesome? So the way that translates into the holiday season is. Yeah, there are facts about the holiday season. There's travel, there's business, there's work, there's expense. All of those things are facts. But then there's the truth of the matter. And you actually came to that conclusion before before you even said, oh, I was having these feelings about being disappointed about the holidays. And then I realized, what was your realization? These Well, first of all, um, the stuff that I'm doing is all the um, realization of a bigger dream. That, that's so very, you very changed the way you were looking at it, and all of a sudden you felt more grateful for that busyness. Yeah, some, that. sometimes in the moment of getting to your goal, you you can get lost in in the fact that oh, this is the way it looks like on the way to the goal, right? And um, the and messy middle. So the messy middle. That's a good way. So I I talk about the wormhole that you go through sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that if you if you can just step back sometimes at the moment that you're frustrated or bummed, or or um, disappointed, just step back and go, well, what's actually, what do you always say? You, you say, notice what, what you're noticing. Notice what you're noticing. Notice that, and by that, I mean, what are, your, what are your thoughts around what you're feeling? Because if you don't like the way you're feeling, then, you, then it all comes back to your thoughts. Yeah. And so this holiday season, we have opportunities to make, uh, to decide on how we're going to embrace the holiday. Right? So we get and to curate it. So first of all, when you talk about your personal brand, what's your personal brand around the holidays? If you're like a total curmudgeon and you're like, this is an opportunity to go into debt and I hate it, then own that. I mean, and I really mean that. It's all about what you love and, and what you enjoy. And so if it's not something you enjoy, then then you don't have to suffer through the holidays. You get to go, okay, I do want to see my family. I I do want or to. Or I don't want to see my family. Or I, or I, you know what? That's a fine, fine point. Or I don't want to see my family. You get to decide for you. Remember, it's your personal brand and you're, create, you're curating, you're curating it, your, your experience, which is creating the outcome. So that's the first piece of it. Is it what's your brand for Christmas? So what, what's your brand? If you said, had to say my brand for Christmas is well, definitely my, not minimalism. No, my brand for Christmas is <laughs> that's so interesting. I know my my I think what I think of how I want to how I want to show up during Christmas is I want to make sure that we um, that we have really some really tender experiences with with it's kids. It's the moments like we were yeah, talking about yesterday. It has all it has virtually zero to do. Well, it has actually has zero, zero to, do to do with gifts for me. I mean, really seriously, because as you've pointed out, and Not everybody your love everybody hates to buy for me because it's a horror story. 
Wow. I mean, nobody okay. ever dies. It's all, it's, so, no, it's okay, not a so maybe I overstated this. Is it some people who <laughs> love getting gifts um, can't figure out why I'm not better at getting gifts. And the fact the is, ironic thing is you're super good at giving. I love them. to give you're gifts. You're really good at giving gifts. I love to give gifts and I don't you're really. You're super not good. Pretty much the stuff I want, I've already bought. And so, right. and I'm not, we're not in a time of life where this I, is, we all have to like save our egg money to try to get the. the Dad's the, new coat you know, so doesn't the, get the, cold. Yeah, this is not the gift of the magic. So this is hilarious. So this is, this is how Aaron receives gifts. Huh. No, it is not. That, Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's really what, That's, a, what I would have try. never thought to buy this for myself. <laughs> um, it would have never occurred to it's, me to buy that. It's okay. So it's not like nobody dies or anything, but it's not pleasant. To the be point like, is, but the point is, um, the point is that my showing up is really more about um, how can I make sure that we have really cool moments with yes. our kids and our grandkids and how do we notice those not being such a rush to get everything done. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sitting there last season with Lil Pearson Danger as he was um, taking ornaments one at a time and hanging them on the tree while the snow fell and the Christmas, you know, we had Bing Crosby playing. It was like if I'd been in such a big rush because I had to be on a phone call, I had to be, you know, doing some Mm -hmm. businessy thing and I wasn't able to during the middle of the day or like the other. Other day when Adam called me and said, "Can you, Pearson and I are going to go to a movie at one o'clock? Can you can you come with us, Dad, on a work day?" I was like, "Absolutely, I'll be there," because that's how I show up in my life. Right. I'm not a slave to somebody else's. You're you're curating. You're curating. And so, so whatever, whatever it is that you, whatever kind of holiday season you want to have, I'll tell you what. And one of the things that I tell people: if you're feeling lonely at the holidays, or you're, or you're like, oh, you know, I don't really get invited to Christmas parties. Whatever you feel a lack of is where you give. That's where you give. And so if you're looking for special holiday moments and you're like, oh, I'm really, there's a real lack of holiday moments, mm-hmm. create holiday moments for other people. Oh, yeah. Everybody, I mean, I think everybody knows that giving service in some way right. is going to we know, dramatically we know increase about your, it. your happiness. I'll, I'll tell you what, we know about it, but we might not know it. The difference between knowing about something and knowing something is putting it into practice. Yeah, I guess it's so I was going to say, you can watch the Hallmark Channel all season long. And not feel and you happy. You can see that being shown over and over and over again on, on shows. But yeah, you got to do something. If we only do, if we just did one thing a week, or like I was with your mom the other day, and this is not a new idea. I was with your mom. We were going to go up and look at the property. She said, let's go through McDonald's and get an Egg McMuffin. So I pulled in. That's your mom's like food of that's the choice. Her, it's, her, it's her addiction. So we went through the drive through and um, we got up there to pay, and she said, ask them how much the people behind us, how, how much their, theirs was. And it was like $16, and she goes, here, I want to pay for both of them. Oh, did she really? Yeah, she really oh, did. that's so charming. And she said, I try to do that at least once a week. No matter what it is, I just try to do it. And I thought, you know, that's your mom's a single woman right now uh-huh. in her early 70s, and she's got to make her moments because she doesn't yeah. have a spouse and she her kids to, live far away. Yeah, her kids live far away, so and she's, so she's curating. She's got to make her moments. That's her part of right. the brand. That's pretty cool. I yeah. don't know that. Yeah, that's really cool. So there you go. So the, how are you going to give service, even in little ways like paying for the person's groceries behind you or somebody at the drive-through? You know. Um, right. So so okay. So we talked about personal brand. Yep. Well, how we translate this into holiday season? Curating your life, translating it to holiday season. How are so, you going to curate the season as the mom? As the as the uh, grandma, I, you have kind of a, a, a big responsibility. Well, first of all, Pearson is coming over to make um, cookies today. Yeah, we we, we, so we, we went shopping and I let him choose some some sprinkles for the cookies. So we're going to do that. And I actually asked Chase to make the cookie dough beforehand because 
Pearson's not, that's not going to be in his wheelhouse. He won't love it. The four-year-old won't love that. He will not enjoy that but part Chase of it. Chase kind of likes to do that kind but of But I asked Chase if he would make the cookie dough for me. So, and so he'll I, feel good about that. So I put that out there. And and what I'm doing is I'm doing, I mean, I, and this is very practical, actually. I'm going to do a lot of online shopping. I've already actually yeah, done. Yeah, we've already done a lot of A lot of online shopping, shopping. Because, because what we talked about yesterday was we've got a limited amount of time. And what we want to do is make sure that um, once we get home on the 17th, we're going to CEO space in Florida. And once we get home from that, we, you just, you we said one week. what you really want to do is be able to not be in the business. Yeah, I don't want to have to run around the whole time. Enjoy, I want to be ready to enjoy the family. Yeah. And so that's my goal is to have that done, to have the house decorated, to do all of that kinds of those kinds of things. And so it's a matter of, it's not a matter of this is what you should do. This is not a show about how it's you not should live your at life. All. It's not should at all. It's it's but it's about being intentional. Right. What right. do you want? And and a lot of times, and the reason that this is a powerful conversation, not just at Christmas, but at all times of the year, is that we have a lot more choices than we we realize. We go about our day kind of in, in sleepwalking mode where we're doing the things that we do. And it's and how often do you find yourself? If you find yourself saying this, you know you're in that sleepwalking mode. Oh, you know what I have to do today? Yeah, what I have to do. You know, I you oh I can't come I can't come because I have to. That's all that that you're kind a, of you're a victim. You're being told what uh-huh. now and we're maybe we're being a little ivory tower on this. Of course I, I Oh I don't know. It's, no, it's hold, not hold, about no. what you do now. I don't, it's your people, attitude about it. I can't, it's the way you see it. I can't go get pedicures because I have a job from eight to eight to five. I mean, they have to go to work, right? Right, but changing the way you look at it is what provides yes. the freedom. Oh yeah, and instead of saying I'm sorry, I'm a victim, I can't go. You say, you know, I work from eight to five, so a two o'clock pedicure doesn't work. You know what, you work, know what I'd I... love to do, even if you couldn't afford necessarily a pedicure, because not everybody can get pedicures on a regular basis. But you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to have you over after work today, and we can totally we can light a fire, drink some wine, and do pedicures together. It's not a matter of what is what you can and cannot afford or what your time schedule is, is how you're looking at things. You know, can, can I say one more thing? Yes. Um, I, over, over Thanksgiving, um, your sister who's in Rome right now, mm-hmm. uh, she showed a picture uh, of Thanksgiving dinner, which was like a big a, a fish, fish it was a big and some fish. vegetables. And she said, not exactly, you know, traditional, traditional. but when in Rome. And um, uh, our, our friend Joni Allen just wrote in and said, that even though they live up in the mountains, you know, and live in a beautiful place in the Northwest, they're going to be in Cancun. That for, is, so that's Joni's, a choice. Joni's one of my clients and she curated that. That is, that is a curation. She chose, she's been planning this for a long time. I'm super proud to hear that. So it's not a matter of what you can and can't do. It's not a matter of what you are uh, obligated to do. It's a matter of what are you choosing on a day-to-day basis. And if you're busy, that's Okay. It's a matter of how you're thinking about it, and that creates a different experience so, than you've ever had before. So that's building life by design. Yes. Right? And if people want to learn that program, how can they find you? They can find me at michelleyoungcoaching.com. michelleyoungcoaching.com. And you guys can go Or on to, Facebook, Michelle Young Coaching on Facebook. Yep. And you guys can find me, Aaron, at Aaron Scott Young, or go to aaronscottyoung.com. Uh, we're out of time, guys. The, this hour flies by. Thanks for everybody on the, sh- on the station here. Thanks for everybody on Facebook Live. And we'll see you guys next week. And we'll talk about some other fun stuff about curating the season uh, right here on the Unshackled Life on the Voice America Radio Network. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Unshackled Life. 
Be sure to join the Unshackled owners, Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a great week.